Learning to be happy with Da. Hello again. In this episode, I'd like to share a short story that I wrote some time ago. It's called "There Are No Bad People." I hope you enjoy it. In the summer of 2012, back in Winnipeg, my partner Josh and I were walking through the city late at night when I saw three rough-looking guys outside a bar. There was one skinny guy with a very, very long shirt that had blood on it, and another guy who must have been six foot five and three hundred pounds. I picked up on their vibe before they'd even seen us, and I knew they were trouble. I could feel the eye-rolling judgment forming in my mind. It was too late to cross the street by the time they had seen us. And they asked us for some money. As they asked us, they all stood around me. The six-foot-five guy stood right behind me, so I couldn't walk away. Even though I could tell they weren't really asking, they were threatening us. And even though I felt some shit was gonna go down, something inside me still thought to say, "No, I'm not fucking giving them anything." The resentment I felt was palpable. The distance between the kind of person I saw myself to be. And the kind of people I considered them to be were worlds apart. Amazingly, some part of me was just about to say no, even sensing it would make things worse. Some part of me was desperate to be right, to take the moral high ground and not be bullied. That could have come from a decade of being called a faggot, pointed and laughed at, and having been told regularly to cut my hair and how to dress, and so on and so forth. There was something in me that refused to give in to pressure. Like it was a principle. Thankfully for me, just before I had responded, Josh reacted differently. He didn't seem afraid or hesitant at all. He said, "Sure, very happily." He took his wallet out and literally shook it upside down so all the change came out of it. He gave it to them, smiling. He might have even said to them, "Have a good night." I can't quite remember. We continued walking back to his place, and I carried the event in my mind. Forming all sorts of judgment, when we were back at his place, we were standing in the kitchen, and I said something like, "Those people are such scum." I'm not sure I'd ever used that word before. It seemed really harsh, but I'm sure it's what I said, and I meant it at the time. Then Josh said something we've probably all heard before, but it was like I heard it for the first time. He said to me, "We don't know what made them that way," and boom. I felt something huge shifting in my mind, like several puzzle pieces all clicking together. Some eight months before, I'd ended my long-term, highly dysfunctional relationship, which is another story. In the ending of that, I'd experienced a huge shift. I had realized then, earlier that year, that I had been responsible for all of my own feelings, that nothing people said or did really had any power to affect me. I'd made a vow already to never hold other people responsible for my painful feelings, to take care of myself, to recognize that my painful feelings come from my own thoughts, hopes, fears, and expectations. In the past six months, I'd listened to the power of now, twice. It had transformed my mind, because I wanted it to, because I was done with misery, excitement, and disappointment, 
I was done with uncontrolled thinking. I was over my predictable, reactive, emotional patterns. I was simply done with it. And when those puzzle pieces came together, it dawned on me. Everyone wants to be happy. Everyone wants to be free from misery. Everything they think and do is trying to achieve this. It may not make sense to me why they feel that way of thinking or behaving will lead them to the happiness they seek. But there is a reason. There's a reason that they're like that. And they didn't choose to be that way. There are no bad people. There are unhappy people. To say someone's bad is to think of them as yourself, knowing what you know, possessing your understanding, and imagining they choose, freely, to hurt themselves and others. This is utter bullshit. They're totally confused, and they're not really choosing. And sometimes we think, I bet they're happy now that they've got what they wanted. Well, when was the last time you saw happy people yelling? When was the last time you saw someone genuinely happy hurting someone else? Never, because you can't be angry and happy at the same time. And hearing Josh say that, something fell in place, something very simple. It was not just the words, it was more than that. It was his demonstration. I had a quick flashback to what we just experienced. I saw how he felt. He was understanding, and saw clearly how he acted with kindness. Josh felt good. I was the one who felt bad. We just experienced the same thing. How could I think or say that they made me angry? That they made me feel bad? My feeling bad was caused by my own judgment. Josh's feeling good was caused by his own kindness. It was a realization. A realization meaning to see what is real. And like a magic trick, when you've seen how it works, you can't be fooled again. Ever since that day, I have not been able to imagine, to believe, or to conceive that there are bad people in the world. I used to watch the news, hear of war, murder, and rape, feeling fear and judgment, thinking to myself, the world's full of evil. One thing to understand here, so your mind does not protest, saying, but, but, there are bad people is you must remember you want to be happy and free from misery. Since what we feel is caused by what we think, it's our responsibility to think in ways that fulfill our deepest wish to be happy. Whether there's any objective truth in saying there are no bad people is irrelevant. Thinking in that way fulfills my deepest wish. We're all living in a world made by our own mind, which appears to us as good or bad, right or wrong, according to what we believe. In my world, it's beautiful. In my world, there is no evil. There are no enemies. Thinking in this way maintains my peace of mind. It frees me from reactive, defensive, emotional thinking. It frees me from fear. I no longer see bad people. I see only people suffering. A suffering that's caused by failing to understand the cause and effect relationship between what we think, what we believe, and how it makes us feel. I see only people who are confused, thinking that their happiness and unhappiness depend on circumstances, which they desperately try to control. And so imagine this. How easy would life be if everyone were happy? If everyone you met were happy all the time? I mean, how do happy people act? They're open-minded, easygoing, accommodating, patient. Does it not make sense, then? to wish everyone were happy? 
And that is the end of my little story. This was an important moment in my life in which the weight of fear and that weight of believing the world's full of danger, full of people who might hurt me, who hurt others, and all that weight just disappeared then and it never came back. And my world became good and I saw the goodness in all people and everyone became forgivable, acceptable to me. When I understood that very simple fact, we're all the way we are for very valid reasons. And it's not fair to believe that people freely choose to suffer. And we need to ask ourselves what is motivating them to do these things that's harmful to themselves and others. It is pain, undoubtedly pain. And any pleasure that they feel in getting what they want isn't true happiness. It's a momentary relief from the fear of having no control. There's a lot I could say about it, but it's enough to know. Your happiness depends on the way you see others. And the world is good or bad according to what you believe. And my world's good, as I said, and I like it this way. <laughs> With some reflection, I'm sure you can join me in this view of the world as totally acceptable. Catch you next time. Bye.